The kids of Elm Street don't know it yet, but something is coming to get them. There's something out there, isn't there? You just see cuts happen. What did that, Lieutenant? I don't know. There's a coroner got to say. It's in the jaw and puking since he saw it. You're gonna kill me for sure. Did you do it? There was somebody else there. He was locked in a room with a girl who went in alive and came out in a rubber bag. No one knows where it came from or who it will visit next. Nancy, there's something wrong with you. You're imagining things. Nightmare on Elm Street. Ah! Do you believe in the boogeyman? No. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. She's the only one who can stop it. If she fails... I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy. No one will survive. Craven, director of The Hills Have Eyes and Last House on the Left, a new masterpiece in fantasy terror, Nightmare on Elm Street.
everybody. Welcome to the NFW podcast. This is our 100th episode. Yay! Yay. <laughs> we have a special guest with us tonight. We are doing A Nightmare on Elm Street, so when you hear that movie name, who else would be on the show but Mr. Johnny Krug? What's up? What's going on, my <laughs> man? Uh, not much, dude. I'm stoked as shit to be on here, man. We appreciate you coming on for sure. Everybody loves you, man. So we're glad to have you. And we also have with us my original co-host, Jake the Snake. This is God. (laughs) (laughs) And Mr. Willis Wheeler is here. One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Three, four, better lock your door. Wow, man, that was awesome. Just like the girls in the movie. How inappropriate can how how inappropriate can the jokes get on this? As much as you want, we are explicit rating. Because I've lost some some shows fans before, so just... no, nope, don't worry about that. We've uh, we've had a ton of shit going on on this show, so don't worry about any of that. Right, yep, Willis? Fried chicken jokes and watermelon jokes and all. And also here with us from the cinema beef, Gary Hill. Hello, hello. Uh, in honor of Gil not being able to be here, I'm uh, I'm wearing a slanket and nothing else. So, you know, <laughs> that was one big mighty slanket. <laughs> Get the extra, extra, extra large one, you know. <laughs> All right, awesome. We have this paused at zero, so I'm going to go three, two, one, and go. On the go, everybody hit play, and let's start this bad boy. Three, two, one, go. The classic New Line logo. I fucking love this one. Yeah, it's like a lot of people give it shit, but I, you know, it's before they had money. But uh, of course, everybody remembers the iconic, the 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 piece of film that you know, the crossed over bar. Yep, the movie that New that uh, New Line built, right? Or the house that Freddie built. That's what yeah. they call it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, my English isn't on tonight either, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> This movie took forever to get made. It's crazy, man. Like, uh, I don't know. That sounds like me right there this week with my asthma. Yeah, you've been battling some issues, huh? Yeah. I probably would, could have gotten over it better if I were murder, uh, murdering, <laughs> building murder gloves. <laughs> it's pretty cool if they start off this way, though. Oh, yeah. So, man, I, I got, got a question. Oh, go ahead. Do you think that? My escape stole all um Wes Craven's ideas to use for their movie. When Wes Craven was bringing a script around Hollywood. Who you asking? Everybody. Oh, re- What's the question? Yeah, rephrase that again. I I said, do you think the movie Mindscape stole all the ideas? That Wes Craven had in Nightmare on Elm Street and used it in their film. Oh, I haven't seen Wes Mindscape. Craven was um, sending the script around to Hollywood to get this made. I don't know. I th- wasn't that movie out before though. Yep. It's hard to say. It's always one of those things where you see two movies that are similar, like uh, like the two disaster movies, like Volcano and Dante's Peak or whatever, mm. and it, it could be like right across the hall from each other where they're making both films. You never know which one was first. I like to think this is first because this is so iconic. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was Mindscape, Willis? I don't remember that movie. That was the Dennis Craig movie where they had the machine where they can go into dreams and stuff. Wasn't that Dreamscape? Dreamscape is Dreamscape. Dreamscape. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I thought that's what you were talking about at first, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. And the, the villain in that one's name was actually a, a Dreddy Luger. <laughs> <laughs> no, no similarity. <laughs> Dreddy Luger. <laughs> I love this and, right here, how you can see all of his shadows and shit in the boiler room. That is so badass. And it wasn't until Blu-ray that this really popped. Oh, yeah. I just noticed that now, too. God damn. There's some really cool shadow work in this movie. You see, people look at it and they're like, oh, Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy Krueger. But they don't realize there's a lot of, like, pretty slick shit in this movie. Yeah, I think Blu-ray has been an incredible invention to help in movies. That's for sure. Yeah. Like, earlier, I just noticed we could see through her nightgown. Right. <laughs> I was going to mention that, too, when he said the shadows. <laughs> it was like just some of shadows going on. <laughs> Jake, would you Amanda Wiss all over her? Oh, God damn right I would. <laughs> she still looks really good, man. Yeah, she's still yeah. pretty hot. She's gotten better looking with age, I think. I don't know. I'd take her during this Better Off Dead Nightmare on Elm Street phase, though, too. Kind of like Ashley Lawrence got better looking with age. Oh, man, don't get me started on her, though. <laughs> Fine. Fine wine. Am I wrong, though? She got better looking with age? Oh, definitely better looking. Yeah, wow. I like this. You could, <laughs> you could see between her legs and the fire. Yeah. Oh, hey, everybody, there's a cameo by Dee Snyder from Twisted Sister. <laughs> <laughs> Funny God, little piece of trivia is the guy who's playing the mom's boyfriend in the scene. They said that every time he walked in to do a different take with his mother and leaned on her like that, that he got drunk off her smell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's nasty, too. I listen oh, to like, these, but I'm sorry. Oh, no, nothing. I said, listen to these new podcasts. We all did was shit on Kiss. It was kind of lovely. What? <laughs> Maybe you listen to it, yeah. Oh, man. No, it make me cry. I love Kiss. I, I would think I'd pick, I think I'd pick Kiss over Twisted Sister. <laughs> Oh, it all depends, you know. Definitely had a longer career. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. One's still going. Yeah. <laughs> In some entity. And they're still going strong, too. They just had a, well, not just now, but last summer, they had a sellout concert tour with Def Leppard. One thing I like about the 80s, and especially in this movie, is you ever notice how, like, decades come back around, and this is like the 50s all over again in, like, 80s suburbia. Oh, yeah. And like, look at their, their wearing in the vehicle. And there he is, Johnny Depp. Before he started doing all these damn movies where he doing characters, fucking up Tonto and shit. Oh. See, she said she asked how he had name on her his joint for her four letters of her name. How did she know he didn't have like a big spliff? It was just like the size of like a hog's leg. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Depp's new movie coming out looks pretty good when he plays Whitey Bulger. Yeah, that looked decent. Yeah, finally he might come back and start kicking ass again. And after that, he's actually playing uh, in the biopic of Blackley Lawless from uh, Wasp. Really? Oh, really? No, not really at all. I just... I was really excited. Yeah, I thought yeah. maybe you were serious there. I could see it. <laughs> yeah. That would be pretty Fake. awesome. Fake I need to be fact with Johnny Krug. The movie would be called Fuck Like a Beast. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to hear Johnny do do the high voice. Cream it to you, it. Oh, man. This is something that 
even though people say a lot of these movies don't hold up and stuff, this is so charming and such a piece of of the time and the culture that people just it, it probably is lost on newer generation. The whole cassette deck thing with all the different sounds and yeah, it's badass though. I actually had a stereo like that one. Is that like technically a ghetto blaster? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Those were badass. It sure is. He probably got I that mean, from the Sears catalog, though. You know how many people had shoulder injuries in the 80s because of those things? <laughs> yeah, I look back at the 80s and I hang my head sometimes at the things I did and <laughs> the clothes I wore. I think we all did. I think we all did. Uh, my, my favorite thing is the fellow that gets a $400 car and puts $2,000 worth of speakers in it. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> There's like literal pieces of the car flying off. Because the speakers are just too damn good. You'd be like that scene in singles. <laughs> you know what I wish we can get a version of? I wish we can get the uncut version of this movie. Well, I mean, there's not really a whole lot cut off if you look at all the deleted scenes. Just a couple of random things. A lot of it was a lot of like test footage with uh, green screen effects and stuff, too. Yeah, I think it's a pretty perfect movie, as it is. Yeah. The only part I wish that they could add on to it when Johnny Depp's body plops back up out of the bed. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I kind of like the Jamba Juice body. Jamba Juice. Jamba Juice. I really want a Jamba Juice, you know. Hey, there's nothing more uh, nutritional than having a tall glass of Johnny Depp. <laughs> And that's what she said. <laughs> no, she, she didn't want it, man. She didn't want the hog. <laughs> like, he was pissed off. Like, like he's pissed off because he gets to listen to uh, Rod and Tina bump uglies all night while his prude girlfriend's in there playing with the boogeyman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see how anybody can say that they like the remake. Ugh. It's that sweater vest, man. It doesn't get no play. The, the remake is terrible yeah johnny's coming back for the remake so he can <laughs> shit all over like i did h2 well the thing with the remake is that i didn't like it when i saw it and, and everybody gave me such shit about it so i came back and was like i'm gonna give it another fair shake and the second time i was more pissed off <laughs> yeah i watched it I like, once and that's it i'm sorry uh, i, I kind of liked it when i first saw it and then it's just more viewings it's just like man what did i see in this <laughs> Well, every director, I mean, any director that comes out, like uh, the guy who did The Wicker Man and then the guy who did Nightmare on the Street remake, when they come out and they shit on the fans before the movie gets released, that right there already sets your movie back pretty far in my book. Yeah. See, I like Jackie as Freddy for some reason. But yeah. I, cared, I cared nothing else about any other characters, and that really hurt the film. I, I like Jackie, too, but it's just he couldn't carry the whole film. No, he couldn't, no. No, Jackie's no Kyle Gallner. <laughs> oh you know, boy, here we go <laughs> it's always a really bad sign in any movie's production when they have reshoots a month before it's released like massive reshoots Yeah. and I, I believe the Elm Street remake had I think like three days of reshoots before it came out which is a lot of time because it usually costs studios an ass load of money to do that so they don't even fuck with it that close to release you know what really pissed me off about that movie all that money they had on technology 
And all they did was the same shit over again in the first, like the first movie. If but they it looks had, worse. Yeah, and it looked worse. If they did, like, <laughs> just that scene coming up with the uh, the the bed that we're about to see in a second. I mean, in the remake, it looked like PlayStation One effects. Right. If they could have did the Dream World, like they could have did all kind of amazing shit in the Dream World in the remake, but they just decided to do. The same shit over again. That just made no sense to me whatsoever. Let's talk about Happy Time. Let's talk about this movie. Forget the remake. <laughs> crickets, crickets. It's <laughs> just <laughs> so that film about a girl named Nancy, right? Uh-oh, here we go. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> so, should we God mention... Damn. Should we mention how Johnny got the role in this movie? He didn't he drive Jackie to the audition? I I don't know. I think the whole Jackie thing is just a rumor. But either way, yeah, he took a friend to the audition, and Wes Craven wanted to see what he could do. And apparently, his daughter Jessica said he's hot. You should cast him. Morality sucks. <laughs> You know, in his defense, I mean, if he wasn't such a loyal boyfriend, he could probably be in there with him, too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Tina seems like she'd be down. Rod might not be like, hey, get out of my bed, freak. Yeah, Rod's <laughs> no you, Grady. <laughs> put your wiener back in your pants. <laughs> oh, Grady would have totally been down. <laughs> him, Lisa, and uh, Mark Patton. Yeah, <laughs> no, I meant just Mark Patton out of character. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. He's a really good person. I feel bad for even making that joke. He's a pretty cool guy. Actually, Tina does have a corner on the market, so (laughs) a different kind of corner. Mm. (laughs) I'm not even watching a Blu-ray. I'm watching the old school DVD out of the original set. Yeah, I am. Oh, me too. So I'm the only one watching Blu-ray now, I guess? Yep. No, I own it. It was just more accessible. It had the D. Yeah, yeah some... I'm watching it uh, in a room where my Blu-ray player isn't, so I, I, I'm, like, on a tiny laptop. Uh, that's cool. You know one thing about this, too? I don't, they say you can see it on the Blu-ray for sure, but on the DVD, I'm not sure if we'll be able to notice, but Freddy's throwing teeth at the window because you can actually see it in the, Blu-ray, in the Blu-ray. I always thought they were pebbles. See, I did, too, and then I guess it came out later that it was actually teeth that they had embedded in the glass. Nice. Which to me is even creepier. <laughs> like throwing your fucking teeth. <laughs> or somebody's teeth. I mean, it's even creepier if he just found them. Yeah. Throwing some children's teeth. <laughs> the Elm Street kid's teeth. Or maybe he was hanging out with Corbin Burnson. <laughs> got, got a big bag of him. Or Larry the Cable Guy. That was fairy. a that was a tooth fairy joke. It did not yeah. land. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm bummed. I, I I took a minute to remember he was in that. I forget he was in the sequel. Oh, he not was the, in the dentist too. That's what I thought you were talking about. <laughs> Larry the Cable Guy? No, the <laughs> Cor- Corbin Burnson. <laughs> oh the yeah, yeah. he was the in the dentist, dentist movies, right? Coming through. Oh yeah, those were awesome. I thought yeah, that's I what you were referencing. Yeah, it is teeth. Oh, I was at first. Yeah. You can yeah. see it now. Yeah, now that you mentioned it, it is teeth. Isn't that oh. badass? Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, here's the cool-ass scene. 
and, oh, and, and, and this effect is so simple. It's spandex. Why do they spend like thousands and thousands of dollars to fuck it up? In the in the remake, in the remake, yeah, yeah. Because in the in the remake, it looks like a snake slithering through the wall. Yeah, it's so awesome. Just spandex and lighting, <laughs> and and an awesome uh, like silhouette of Freddy. It's just so so badass. And she's sitting there about to pull an exorcist and get it on with the cross. <laughs> Another deleted scene. Oh, I I don't that. Her having Jesus take her to Pound Town. <laughs> <laughs> the only rod she likes is the rod of thy lord. Thy rod and thy staff. Huh? There you go. Uh, is that an Ernie cookie jar right there? It <laughs> yep. looks like it, doesn't it? Yeah, I've always wondered about that. Good eye, Jake. I think I see a cowbell for no good reason, too. When when you say, hey, is somebody there, and they whisper your name back to you, that's a, a pretty big red flag. <laughs> She's still walking out there, though. Man, the good thing is she didn't bother to put on clothes. No, she can typical, be naked all day. Typical white girl. <laughs> I know her feet might be hurting on that damn gravelly road. All but... right, Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> You see, in this scene right here, they actually used 45 millimeter film to shoot the direct shot of her asshole. <laughs> I insisted they show her little toe because I like little toes. <laughs> That's definitely a Tarantino. <laughs> they are the oh, king of the toes. Oh shit, here he comes. This is one of the most classic, infamous lines. I love his laugh. <coughs> Another fun fact, uh, This Is God is actually what Josh Duggar says to his little sisters nightly. Oh, God. Oh. Oh. Too soon. He said he did too it for soon. Jesus, but... <laughs> Well, it won't be too soon by the time this comes out. So. That's true. <laughs> okay. You know what, guys? He said God forgave him. His little sisters forgave him. It's Everything's cool. There's no... <laughs> They just canceled the show. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, he's a turd. That's a cool little scene, jumping behind the tree. He pulls his gag and, uh, what, Freddy's dead, right? Yeah. Yeah, where he cuts off all of them but the middle finger. Mm-hmm. 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 I get pissed when people say Freddy is too jokey. He... And he wasn't joking in the first per- movie. He's pulling jokes in this shit right now. Not yeah. really. Well, he plays yeah. the role. Of the, he plays the role of the boogeyman in this one pretty good. It's not yeah. the same kind of jokes as you get in like the Dream Child. Yeah. Or Freddy it's Dead. a boy. <laughs> what a suck face. I mean, it's like more kind of morbid type humor in this one. Oh yeah. Nick Corey cannot emote. It's pretty bad. Get down, get down. Spin that, that body around. <laughs> it's them tidy whities that's keeping him from Let's... acting. <laughs> hey, a fun Let's fact, and I'm sure everybody knows this because you've probably all seen it somewhere, but this is the same room they used in Breaking 2 Electric Boogaloo. That's very true. And that is a badass movie. Uh, and uh, if you don't have a crush on Lucinda Dickey, something's wrong with you. Oh, Ninja 3. 
Oh yeah. She's dancing in that spandex. Mm. <laughs> oh, and Nick Corey, Puerto Rican's taking all the Italian roles. Yes, he is Hispanic. He's not Italian at all, people. Hey, he looks kind of Italian though. Got that yeah, old complexion. They lie. They lie. I think they mentioned that he they they changed his name for this movie though to make him, I guess, on the resume look Italian, so that he wasn't Puerto Rican. Well, I think he had his original name in um, what was it, a uh, Candyman Three? Yeah. I recently watched him in Wildcats with Goldie Hawn, because that was a thing. <laughs> there's jo- there's Joseph uh, Witt from uh, Scream. Yep. You got to see Goldie Hawn's vagina in Wildcats. What? What? Fur Hold Burger. on, we're watching a movie, but I gotta hear what's going on. Furburger when she was in a tub. Hmm. Oh yeah, you, you kind of did. Yes, you did. Yeah. You know what's really sad? Go look up Goldie Hawn 2015. Oh God, no. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, I can watch a laugh and get very happy. That's all I'm saying, you know. Nancy's mom's got the flock of seagulls do going. <laughs> Her acting in this is a lot like Heath Ledger after they found him dead. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's very it's very tranquilized. <laughs> He's here all night, folks. Ronnie Ronnie Blakely is actually a pretty fantastic actress, but it's like they gave her a shitload of quaaludes and said, "Here, act." <laughs> Here, sit in a corner. I was drunk as a skunk while she was doing this joint. <laughs> can we, man? Can we say how awesome freaking John Saxon is? Oh yeah, that's, that's the. You're right, Gary. That's We're... the. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. It's not a show at all, Gary. Playing robot man. <laughs> I'm just gonna. <laughs> the last thing Lonnie Blakely did was in 1990, so I guess she gave up acting. Well, I mean, she gave up acting, but she definitely uh, kept with the eating. She's 70 years old now. Yeah, she actually looks better now than she has any right to for 70. More for her. <laughs> I'll tell you what, her mom's kind of like tranked, but her, like, John Saxon's got that stern face that when he looks at you, it could like stop a clock. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have your, uh, your Frosted Mini Wheats and vodka. He has had a pro- pretty uh, prolific career, that's for sure. He fought with Bruce Lee and beat up Wonder Woman. Wow. Yeah, Nick Corey's name is Josu Garcia. Yep, yeah. Yasu. 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 <laughs> he's very, very, very religious now. Because I'm, I'm friends with him on Facebook, and he's he he went under like the uh, the direction of uh, like a mentor, a guy who's a very spiritual dude who passed away actually uh, late last year, and like he went on, he's constantly going on missions to like all these third world countries and helping out and stuff. He's supposedly a really good dude. That's cool. So it's cool that like you know after uh, he killed Tina. That he went on to, to <laughs> do some good deeds. <laughs> Don't look at me like I'm some kind of fucking fruitcake or something. <laughs> that was one point. <laughs> I like this right here. She's got the damn CIA Illuminati watching her. <laughs> Seriously, the men in black. It's not even like it's people supposed to watch her like her dad sent them. It's like guys in suits. <laughs> And they gone. Did you rip it off from Halloween? 
<laughs> it looks it's like Halloween three. Yeah. I mean, walking. One thing you can say about the Nightmare Elm Street theme song, you could play it so many different time, ways, but it yeah. still sounds like the same song. Yeah, I, I was going to say... Unless you hear the, the dubstep remix with Ariana Grande. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to say earlier, probably one of the best scores ever. Absolutely, Jake. Uh, Charles Bernstein did a badass job. It's got scary sense. It's got a lot of like groovy, like when she's in the boiler room later, there's some groovy yeah. like funk music going. Yeah. When she's in the bathtub about to get clatweedled with the razor. Some <laughs> good, good music. Can't run with no shoes on on the hot pavement. <laughs> You used me. <laughs> <laughs> Not like Johnny Depp's going to do, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, there, there, he, there he is with the uh, Carl impressions. <laughs> Another great character actress I, I freaking love, Lynn Shay. Oh, yeah. I love her, too, so much. Insidious 3 coming up. going to be awesome. Hopefully. Uh, uh, pain of my existence. Insidious movies. Uh. Yeah, Johnny, we might be alone on this on this one on this cast for Insidious. That's fine. <laughs> I think her best role was when Kingpin. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I don't know. Did you guys ever see Boat Trip where she takes an entire baseball bat down her throat? <laughs> no, I never saw that. It's per- she's oh. like the Swedish um, Hawaiian Tropic Girls coach. It's called Road Trip. No, a boat trip. Boat trip. It's it's pretty funny. Cuba Gooding Jr. and Horatio Sands get um, they get uh, stranded on a gay cruise. I heard and about that movie. It's funny. I like it. I'm I, I'm in the minority of people who like that though. But speaking uh, of minorities, there's Willis. <laughs> <laughs> Afro Jackson. But yeah, in the movie, the they they're like pretty pissed off, and the Hawaiian Tropic girls land in the ocean like their their helicopter crashes so they rescue them so it's just like two straight dudes and all these hawaiian tropic girls oh probably one of the creepiest scenes ever in this movie somebody's ragging (laughs) (laughs) heavy flow gary you back oh yeah all right yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that goes. <laughs> she has I gotta say those those pants pulled up to her navel aren't very flattering. <laughs> she looks like an old woman in this movie. I'm telling you, back in the '80s, it was like the hip thing to dress like that, like an old person. And she got like a pink Mrs. Voorhees sweater on. Ah, there we go again. <laughs> Drink. Every movie lately has a Mrs. Voorhees sweater in it. <laughs> That's a lot of blood. Throw your pass. You're too old for pigtails, bitch. <laughs> Running in the hallways. That to me has always been one of the creepiest scenes in this movie. She got fat too, didn't she? Oh, really big. Yeah, and the, the Elm Street dock. <laughs> <laughs> Never eat again. Sleep again. Never sleep again. 
Any, That's not nice. Anybody <laughs> ever played a video game for this on the Nintendo? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I still got my copy. I beat the game. It was hard as shit to beat that joint, but I did. It's yeah, I have it still too, and it's it's ridiculous. Willis is giving it away on his YouTube page. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> He's been trying to get rid of it since nineteen eighty five. I like how I like how there's a payphone in the like the boiler room. Well, you never know; those janitors got to call them one nine hundred lines. They're very popular. Do you need ladies. help mopping up the floor? <laughs> <laughs> Is it sticky? Do you, you ask me? <laughs> do you work part time at the jerk off booths? <laughs> you ask me, I think this is Freddy's best look in the whole series. Nobody asked oh, yeah. you, Jake. I, I agree. I love I, the uh the stripes not being on the sleeves. I like the uh just everything is really cool in this one. Yeah. And, and he just, does look like a burn victim. People say he didn't, but he, I think he does in this one. There's a lot of meat hanging off. Yeah. And it just keeps getting too clean each movie and it kinda looks a little stupid and Freddy's dead a bit. Oh, once you get to like four, five, and six, it's it's pretty, pretty much a mask. It looks like. Yeah, I like his look in a new nightmare too. I'll oh go yeah. Say that. Although uh, Wes Craven just came out like a couple weeks ago and said he wished he hadn't changed the look. I'm not sure why, but for some reason he 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 he's gone back and not liked it for some reason. Yeah, uh, you know, I can see why he would. You know, it's not exactly Freddy. It's a demon pretending to be Freddy, you know, so. Well, that's why I always accepted it and it didn't bother me. It's like, you know, it's it's not supposed to be exactly him. Ooh. Give me that Lin Shaitan, see? <laughs> <laughs> I like Kingpin. To me, my favorite Freddy look is out of Nightmare on Street Part 2, personally. Oh, I love that witch That witch makeup. is awesome. Because I guess they try to make him look more like a witch, and to me, it's just, it has, like, the pointier features and stuff. It's just wicked looking. And his eyes. With them oh, red, yeah. red eyes. People can say what they will, but I think he was at his scariest in Part 2. Just based on 1 and 2, he was pretty gnarly still. Yeah. Yeah, after Part 3, it started to go downhill. Part three, I think, was the apex, and then. Yep. Well, at least they know to end it when they end it. When they realized part five didn't hardly make no money, they decided to end it. I don't know if you know this, but there's a couple movies after that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got Freddy's Dead, then you got New Nightmare, and then you got Freddy versus Jason. It didn't stretch as long as. Friday the 13th, where <laughs> once you get to Manhattan, it's all downhill from there. I disagree. Or, or, yeah, Hell, or Hellraiser. Yeah. <laughs> oh, even worse, was, Hellraiser. Yeah, was <laughs> Jason X is delightful. After, it is. <laughs> after part three, Hellraiser sucked ass. I, I like Hellraiser five, six, 5 and 6 also. Oh, like, yeah. uh, was it Inferno and Bloodline? Inferno. I'm trying to think which one that one is. That's the one Craig it, it, uh, yeah. But four, seven, and eight, and 
than that uh, shitty whatever the hell that revelation thing was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> too, Unacceptable. Too much, too much cake pinhead. Yeah. <laughs> we have such pies to show you. <laughs> <laughs> the only one I like was the out of the ones after part four is the one with when um Christy showed back up. I believe that's Inferno. Or is um, it Bloodline? It's it's I think it's Inferno Bloodline. is Bloodline is, Bloodline's four. I'm thinking Hellseeker's one with Christy. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Hellseeker. Yeah, and it's got yeah, Inferno May. and Hellseeker are good. And the Hellseeker's also got Mayhem as well. <laughs> that's back when Mayhem used to do a ton of blow. <laughs> do you remember that? He was always getting in trouble for drugs and shit. I don't really remember. I don't think so. Now, now he's all like, drive safe. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> Ryan, Why don't you go do a few lines? <laughs> no, nah, I like that dude. He's pretty cool. He was good in uh, the fucking uh, J- John Wick that just came out. Yeah, I he was. I did, he wasn't that. I almost called it Michael Vick. They killed his dog. They killed his dog. Where dog death is very well accepted the judge, the, the Michael Vick movie. Yeah. <laughs> Dog eat dog. Oh. Oh, man. <laughs> John Wick, dog death is not accepted. <laughs> That'll be the sequel, Wick versus Vic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he killed his pit bull. Now he's back. Wick versus Vic. You kill my dog, dick. <laughs> <laughs> Very last now, action, Getting saucy. You kill my sick... Did he call me a kielbasa? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> oh, this scene was famously uh, lampooned in Saturday the 14th. Yeah. <laughs> Has that been released yet, Gary? That's <laughs> <Huh>? not. <laughs> 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 Cyborg, has that been released? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, here he comes. Double click her mouse. Oh yeah. <laughs> Raises too close to the coochie. I know she said Nancy, but it sounded like she called her Banshee. <laughs> she probably did as drunk as her ass is. Are you my daughter? <laughs> Like that, I made you warm milk. It'll help you sleep. It has vodka in it. <laughs> She's so worried about getting her to sleep in this movie, but in the long run, it's like, just give her some of what you're hitting. <laughs> yeah, it's I, not hear like... some, I hear some speakers going off. Here. That's Gary. That's gotta be Gary. <laughs> I was trying to do your reading, but now better, guys. I'm sorry. Holy God, that sounds like the rapture. Look at them. <laughs> I just saw some side boob. Yeah. Yep. And nipple, Un- too. Like, unfortunately. Who, who is the unfortunate. actress? Yeah, the best thing. Unfortunately, the funny thing not. is, she was actually nude in a movie the same year, though. Yeah, I heard about that. I, I've seen that. At least the so screenshot. Why, why is she embarrassed by this, saying, like, jumping to the, the whole it's not me thing, but then she gets, like, straight up almost full frontal in another movie. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because that one that one was more artsy and this is more slashy. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Like the chick in Cabin Fever, she was like, I can show my boobs, but do not show my butt at all. I'm like, all right. 
Which one, Jordan Ladd or the other one? The other one. Ooh, and, yeah. And what's just weird is because she was in not another teen movie and she went full nude in that movie. So it's like. <laughs> well, I had read that recently. It was another movie I watched with a. Oh, what was it? I think it was Slumber Party Massacre, too. And they were talking about how one of the main actresses in it used to be nothing but like a uh, nude model. And that's all she was known for. And her one stipulation in Slumber Party Massacre, too, was that she didn't get naked. Hmm. And like, if anywhere, that's the place to do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think she's her and Crystal Bernard are the only two in that movie. They don't get nude, which is unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't care about Crystal Bernard, really, but. Oh, but she has that ass. Oh, damn. <laughs> Evil dead. And this is all because there was a Hills Have Eyes poster in Evil Dead. And then next we'll get a Freddy Glove in Evil Dead 2. Nudie, that's another series we gotta do. <laughs> Evil Dead. Yeah. And I own all of them. Ditto. <laughs> I'd have them all somewhere around here, too. I had three different versions. Hey, look, it's a PG-13 relationship. (laughs) Get out of here, Skeet. (laughs) Ah, Skeet, Skeet, motherfucker. (laughs) So, Gary, did uh, Saturday the 14th get released yet? No. Hear that? No? Yes, we heard that one. Yep. (laughs) Loud Loud and clear. So, of course, you all know it was Johnny Depp's first film, and Robert Englund cut himself the first time he tried on the glove, and the film was shot in 30 days. Of night. <laughs> days of night, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it has a 7.5 rating on IMDb. That's low. And it was a budget of $1.8 million. Yeah, it's crazy. You could... Oh, go ahead. Didn't nobody nobody got paid for a long time? Didn't they do, like do it all out of like kindness for a while? Yeah, because it, it had a like I said a 1.8 million budget, so couldn't pay too many people with that kind of budget. And it looks like you know they did pretty well with the effects for the budget wise. It's so funny in comparison when you look at the shitty remake effects. It's 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 astounding, man. You could do this in '84, but in 2010 you can't get it right at all with millions and millions of dollars. Man, they don't want to try anymore. That's the thing. Nobody cares. It's CGI everything and. It's silly. Which is, I'm in the minority here, but I'm not seeing Poltergeist. Yeah, I'm not either. (laughs) Everybody's like bitching about it, but then they're all going to see it. I'm like, this is the reason. You're the problem, folks. (laughs) Vander Kane said it was pretty good. Yeah, but he had a recent head injury, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, Dave's an awesome dude. (laughs) He walked into a wall with a heart on and broke his nose. I was going to go see it this weekend. I said, nah, i just wait for it to come out on, on DVD and watch it. I hope he well, listens to this show. <laughs> you know you know one thing that's funny, though, about the Poltergeist remake? It's a lot like the Omen remake in that the kid in the Omen remake wasn't like the original Damien. He was actually trying to be scary and menacing. Like, he was always scowling and stuff. Yeah. And the same thing with Poltergeist. It's like, the doll is not a clown doll any fucker would have in their house. And in the, the original, it was. That in the remake, like, it just looks like the devil. Yeah, I I looked at it. All. It reminds me of that Simpsons episode where Homer builds a clown bed for Bart, and it's fucking scary looking. <laughs> I know, right? 
<laughs> Can't sleep. Cloud will eat me. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably see it because curiosity always gets the better of me. Uh, Look at unfriended. So I like Ooh. unfriended. I'm uh, sorry, Willis. Yeah, Willis. <laughs> Willis, we've already been there. All right, since we opened this door with Willis liking unfriended, any uh, uh, Johnny, we want your take on the Baba Duke. What did you think of that movie? I was actually about to talk about that on my episode I'm doing tomorrow. I fucking hated it. Oh, come on. Oh, Oh, you let me down. (laughs) Let me let me go ahead and tell you right now a few reasons. I I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it. I'll tell you that. My big problem was it visually it was stunning as shit. It had a lot of great stuff going for it. But I just felt like between the little shithead kid and Uh, and on top of that, just it not having a lot of development or anything that happens throughout it. I mean, it's it's fine for one watch, but when you have directors like William Friedkin saying, it's the scariest thing I've ever seen. I'm like, you're getting old, dude. <laughs> yeah. I admit it wasn't scary, but I don't know. I'm not a big fan of ghost stories, and I thought it was really, really good. And well, Was it a ghost? You think it was a ghost story? Well, kind. I mean... Kinda, you know, there was like a, they were ha- they they were being haunted until you know you found out at the end what was really I, going on. But I saw I saw it more of a kind of a monster movie myself. But me, me too. Well, I don't know. Who I looked are, at it like are, they were being haunted by the go, you know, the Babadook or whatever. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it could be, you know, could go both ways, I guess. But then when the ending came and you kind of figured out it was all in her head the whole time, then that was kind of weird. How uh, who on here really liked it? I mean. And who didn't? I hated it. Willis is the only one that didn't like it. Yeah. See? <laughs> I well I, I I liked it, but I'm not in love with it. I'm not gonna say it's the scariest movie ever, but I liked it for what it was. You're not ready to put a ring on it. No. Oh yeah, I don't think it's the best movie, you know, since Jaws, but you know, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was decent. I thought visually it was astounding. Like it looked amazing. But Willis liked but- Leprechaun Origins. Yeah. So, I still haven't seen that because it doesn't look like a leprechaun. It's not. It's not a leprechaun <laughs> it's not. movie. It's a goblin, but hey. Is it really? Yeah. That's what it looked like more than anything else. Is a goblin. That's gross. Does he talk in it or? Nope. Hmm. Nope. That sounds highly not entertaining. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not a leprechaun movie. It could have named it Goblin for all I care. Why name it Leprechaun? It's not even an origin story. Yeah, and why get Hornswoggle for if you're not going to make him talk? Yeah, or even Freddy see him. Freddie hates trash cans, just FYI. Yeah. Wow, she must have been hitting her mom's bottle. Look at that run. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a dream sequence where you're supposed to, like this right here, having trouble running upstairs. That's a good scene right there, though. Yeah. Nancy hates oatmeal marshmallow. Every time Freddy punches through that window, since I saw this as a child, I always expect for the middle finger to go up on the glove. Mm. <laughs> Never happens. Thank God for that banister. Reggie Bannister. Uh, you, beat me. Oh. you beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up, Jack Sparrow. <laughs> ah! Why is the rum always gold? <laughs> Nancy's he will for, forever be Gilbert Grape to me. <laughs> He'll, for me, Raul Duke from Fear and Loathing. <laughs> Jake, you're always I on the fringe. <laughs> you 
know I want to see I... a Gilbert Grape sequel with uh, Arnie growing up. The Adventures of Arnie. <laughs> hey, Gilbert? What... <laughs> you know what I always liked about Freddy Krueger? He always seemed like he was having fun trying to kill you. Because he always laughing and giggling and yeah, all kind of shit. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's more of the type to just, like, psychologically fuck with you before he kills you. So we got one question for our 100th episode. <laughs> I asked, I put out feelers for questions and shit. Nobody responded but Bruce. He wants to know, since we're doing the Elm Street series, what our favorites and our worst ones are. Well, I would direct him to Kruger Nation, the Nightmare on Elm Street retrospective. It's like two or three episodes, and... You can hear all my thoughts on those because, um, I mean, I, I pretty much love the entire series. Um, and as soon as we hit the remake, I just jump ship. Hmm. <laughs> hey, almost looks like she's got a Johnny picture on her wall. Right there. <laughs> it looks like AC Slater. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, not to blow my load too early, but I would say this one would be my favorite Mm, probably least favorite would be two. I only really? say I only say that because yeah, Freddy's so cool looking, but it just really doesn't feel like a nightmare movie at all. You know what, Pat Robertson? Won't you pack up the anti-gay speech? <laughs> 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 it's like not that there's anything wrong with any of that. You know, honestly, I mean, I don't want to interrupt everybody, but I would say the first three, no, first four are for me, all excellent. I mean, just as four standalone movies or, or, or back-to-back movies, I love them. Um, I think five and six is where it starts hitting the skids. But um, I love the first four, like, all about equally. Yeah, I think uh, I go with one and three is like, the top two. And I, don't, I really can't pick an order for the first one or, one or three, because I think they're both pretty great movies part two would probably be my third favorite and i yeah i kind of like the fourth one i think it's pretty good it's got its moments for sure and after that it starts to kind of go downhill that kid in the dream child is creepy as fuck looking <laughs> and freddy's <laughs> freddy's dead i mean it's freddy's dead so I, I like the new nightmare i think that's pretty decent yeah so i think my my worst two are probably freddy's dead and and the dream child well, with me, I like I like three more than I do one, personally. Two is number three in my spot. I like four. Uh, five, and that's the low part to me. I have a soft part for Freddy's Dead because I went to see it at the movie theater with my mom's. And that's when they had it in 3D, so I thought that was kind of cool. But it's still not very good, but I will drop that. And then I like New Nightmare, of course. That's always good. And the hell with the remake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even count the remake on my list. I don't, I don't consider it a part of the series on my show, ever. Because to me, it's just not, it's not in the same vein at all. It's just so different yeah i agree uh, for me uh three is my favorite uh five is my least favorite so that's much simpler yeah we're all pretty even on that <laughs> what's your favorite song from any of the soundtracks i'll go first 
Mine is Wish featuring Fonda Ray, Touch Me All Night Long for part two. And I know we're all going to say Dream Warriors after that, right? <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't even think the song I like wasn't even in the series, but uh, the <laughs> Nightmare on My Street from Fresh Prince. <laughs> that is badass. Such a and then song. Dream Warriors. <laughs> I still oh. like it, Ready for Freddy. With oh, the fat, yeah. The fat Boys. That video's epic. <laughs> Jay Sue is dead. What about running from the nightmare? <laughs> Heart attack on a one-way street. <laughs> <laughs> this 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 uh, series had, I mean, basically, it was an MTV Generation series because they were so big they could get any songs they wanted. So, like in part four, you were getting like Billy Idol and Blondie and and some pretty big shit. You know, you're getting the Divinals and you get Iggy Pop and Freddie's Dead. Um, Part five had some pretty questionable choices in it, but um, I think this is the only one in the series that only had one song that wasn't part of the score, and it's terrible. <laughs> it's the song during the credits yes. at the end by a band called Two Thirteen. It's an Amaro. Yeah, it's, it's it sounds like a South Park song. <laughs> <laughs> I like how the mom's so concerned. I'm going to get her help. Hold on, let me get a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see great Ronnie Blakely performance. You can watch the movie Driver with her and Ryan O'Neill. <laughs> if you guys heard that, of course, you know. Yes, we heard you. You sound okay, very, you sound very good now, Gary. Robot. <laughs> <laughs> and introduce Roger Rabbit. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then she's got a giant white head in her forehead. <laughs> we are going to prescribe some hypnosil for you. You guys ever see a movie called The Backlot Murders with him in it? Mm, nope. It's uh, him, Corey Haim. It's got a lot of people. It's it's actually a pretty fun little slasher movie that came out. He plays this like super flamboyant gay director. And it's like the movie's like nothing but a bunch of actors you'd probably notice. Uh, tons of titties and, and just really silly. Just imagine a killer that's in like a big giant Elvis mask killing a bunch of... Uh, People on a movie set. Nice. Oh, you got my attention. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Looking for it now. 2002? Yep. It's one of the last things I remember Corey Haim doing before he, like, went into reality TV. And it has a 3.7 rating, but you can't trust oh, IMDb. I think that's a bullshit rating. Pris because Priscilla Barnes? Yeah, she's in it. I forgot. She's from, like, Devil's Rejects, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She looks pretty good in it, too. And Three's Company. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come and knock on my door. Come and knock on my door. <laughs> Rest in peace, Jack Ritter. John Ritter. And the last movie he did was the um, Bride Bad. of Chucky. No, it was Bad Santa. Oh, yeah. That was fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> You ain't going to be able to shit right for a week. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I can find this movie now. So on Netflix or? I don't think that would be on Netflix, but it might be on YouTube. It is on YouTube. I like it, man. Uh, hopefully it's not edited at all because it's got a lot of nudity and blood. Mm. Oh, it's also got a uh, Freddy factor in it. Ken Sagos, not only is this guy... Um, Roger Rabbit in it, but also Ken Sagos who played Kincaid in 3 and 4 is in it. 
Oh, nice. Sweet. Freddy's back! (laughs) 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 All right. Let's see if this sucker will download. Then we might watch that later. I mean, don't go into it serious, because I think it's supposed to be tongue-in-cheek, so, like, I think people take it too seriously, that's why they don't like it. No, I'm glad you recommended it. Well, it is available on YouTube for anybody out there that wants to check it out. I mean, I see women act act like that in church once they've got the Holy Spirit in them. <laughs> Jesus. So, so serious question I want to ask. Uh-oh. You see, here Nancy's getting the white streak in her hair, and then, well, I was watching the original Poltergeist, and you know, Joe Beth Williams get the white streaks in her hair after she's been on the other side. So, does anyone know of like actual real cases of people getting white streaks in their hair after getting some seeing some very terrifying? I've heard a lot of uh, uh, women in like bukkake scenes get white streaks in their hair. That is the seed of Craig T. Nelson right there in her hair. <laughs> Coach. I'm sorry. Fucking <laughs> man. No, I've never actually, I've never heard of it like an instant thing like that. Yeah. Yeah, I started getting white hairs when I was 16. <laughs> I don't know about streaks though. We got to check on Pepe Le Pew, see what he says. <laughs> Tell us, Willis. Uh-huh. You're the cartoon expert. When did Pepe what? Le Pew get his white hair streak? I, when he first came out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you... you are the man, Willis. Phrasing. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> came out, so all that was compensating for something? <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel it very fabulous. Oh man, she fills out them jeans very well. Yeah, there's no crevice left on <laughs> unstuffed. Her mom just looked like a drunk. Wasn't she on just the eight of us? Just the ten of us. The ten of us. And the little girl, or the girl in the beginning of part two, that's on the school bus with the glasses. She's on there as well. And then the girl who played uh, Debbie in part four is on the show as well. So that's a little bit of trivia for you. Bye, Gary. (laughs) (laughs) But um, also another thing that's really cool about just the 10 of us is occasionally you would see a lot of them, like the the little boy on the show, wearing like Nightmare on Elm Street shirts and stuff. As a rib. Wasn't like two or three... Wasn't like three of the girls from Nightmare Elm Street series in that show? It's just us. Yeah, three of them. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we can hear you. Okay, because it went silent for a second. It freaked me out. Yeah. No, we do that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> we start watching the movie and we we just stop talking. <laughs> oh, shit. Like I said, we're not professional like uh, – <laughs> The horror, horror people, those other guys. What the fuck? I can't even think of their name now. Hysteria continues. <laughs> yeah, hysteria guys. We're not. We don't. We don't do much research. We just talk about the movie as we watch it. <laughs> and if the movie's born, we stop talking yeah. about the movie altogether. Yep. Yeah. Go watch the Alien Three show for that. <laughs> Alien Resurrection. 
<laughs> we turned it into a musical at the end. <laughs> Wasted some good damn vodka. I would whip your ass. Do you listen to a lot of shows, Johnny, or you don't you strap for time? Uh, lately, I've been pretty strapped for time, but I used to listen to a ton of stuff. Yeah, I was the same boat until I lost my regular job, and uh, like for a year now, I really don't have time to listen to much. I mean, I still keep up with yours because you don't put them out too often, so you're a little easier to keep up with. And there's not many shows I have time to listen to anymore, but Hysteria Continues is one of them that I I keep up with and. Still waiting for you to do that damn Michael Caine show with the island and the hand. Michael Caine. <laughs> it's it's on cue, dude. I can tell you that. <laughs> After five years, it's on cue. <laughs> yeah, I requested that a while ago. <laughs> I, I, mainly, um, I mainly listen to, if, if I get a chance, um, I usually listen to podcasts at work, and it's usually comedy stuff, just because work's so depressing. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> I got to sit on my ass office job so I can listen to them all day long. Oh, that's me, awesome. Me too, but I don't know for how long, though. <laughs> Look at Johnny Depp's head. It's just flowing through the air. <laughs> yeah, hers isn't moving. His is flying <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> she looked better since she didn't get older. Oh, she looks really good. Mm-hmm. Did you Have you seen... I am Nancy. Oh yeah, that's a good documentary. Is it good? Actually, I actually own that. I just haven't watched it yet. Oh yeah, it's definitely it's really awesome. Um, I I, I fully endorse it. Oh, she should have been on Baywatch. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, you're right. I think I talk about I am Nancy on the very first episode of Kruger Nation, actually. Oh. So I think I'd watched it right like the same week I recorded it. I just gotta find where I where my copy of that is. I got her autograph on uh, the Elm Street doc, the poster they gave us. Oh, yeah. It was autographed by her and somebody else. The company I bought it through, she autographed them. Can you imagine how how loud it is? Her mom, you know, is constantly in a state of drunkenness or being hungover, and she has people coming and clanging on the windows all day, putting up bars. (laughs) (laughs) Hold the goddamn Mandarin! (laughs) Yeah, I was about to say, I like, wonder how long she was gone for them to put all that up. Now she doesn't leave, it seems. <laughs> she seems like she's like much like Gilbert Grape, the mom that just stays at home. But this one's much more uh, functioning. <laughs> Gilbert Grape's mom didn't really leave. <laughs> well, no, she did in that car. <laughs> Wasn't Gilbert Grape's mom like 500 pounds? Oh, I think more than that, dude. <laughs> Mama June. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, they got a chunky ass basement. I would like to point out right there the thing that people want to argue with me nonstop about is she says he was a child murderer. People always want to say in the first movie he was a molester. They never say it, never not once. Yeah. I mean, I understand that in the original script, but. It was changed, so I think if it didn't make the screen, it's not in the movie. All right. The uh, the remake fucks around with that a lot, too. The remake made no sense because it's like, for him to have the glove and stuff, just none of it made sense to me. It's like, you didn't kill kids. 
Yeah, the movie was all jumbled. I thought Jackie Haley did a decent job as Freddy, but the movie itself was just a mess. My problem was he looked like a burnt Kermit the Frog. That's a good point. He looks like one of the uh, extras in Hell Comes to Frogtown. (laughs) And that's another movie that I think visually, the way it's shot and stuff, the remake, if I can say anything good about it, I think a lot of the editing and uh, the way it was actually photographed was very good. I will give it that. True. But I was over that Twilight acting the second I stepped into that theater. <laughs> yeah, I've gone on that rant so many times. It's exhausting. <laughs> oh, cr- that fucking Kyle Garner. If I never see him in another movie. And you know what else pissed me off about that movie? Just a few years before that movie came out, we heard them. Welcome to my world, bitch. And they ended the movie just like Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. I'm going to one-up you on that, Willis. You know what? They talked about how they wanted to make it its own separate thing and not draw attention to the rest of the series. How many times did they steal stuff from other movies in it? (laughs) How's this for a wet dream? Exactly that. And then what Willis said, it's like, you guys aren't trying too hard. (laughs) I was like, ain't that some shit? I should have known the movie was going to be some shit when after I bought the original one on Blu-ray so I can get the free movie ticket when I went to the movies to go see it. They wouldn't let me use my free movie ticket. <laughs> they may, I mean, they might as well have Freddy use the power glove in that. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't let you use your free ticket? No, they said they didn't accept that they had that movie data. Like, ain't this some shit? And I went on a bad date, so that made matters even worse. What'd you do, go to a Magic Johnson theater? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) These kids seem like they have quite a bit of money. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm just saying, I've never lived in a house anywhere near that nice. Especially for the mama to be a drunk. She's on drunken disability. and <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how the dad can afford child support or whatever to keep paying for that house while he's divorced from her. Yeah. Being a cop. On a sheriff's salary. Johnny Depp's like, why can't I just have a normal girlfriend? But I'm mad that Johnny Depp got a crop top on. (laughs) I'm so glad that never came back. (laughs) I like how they have the uh, body glove logo back there, and then at the beginning of part two, they have the body glove logo in the bus. Yeah. It's kind of a weird, uh, I don't know, it's just kind of a weird thing to place in the movie. Okay. Like, uh, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, no, no, you go ahead, dude. I was going to say, it's, it's very fortunate that uh, she survives and beats Freddy Krueger, except for, you know, she probably has some mild heart issues now after popping caffeine pills and drinking jugs of coffee. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> well, I would say one thing I did like also like about the remake was 
the micro naps. Those, that was, actually... was kind of neat. Yeah. like Eddie Bauer's mother. <laughs> Wine Bauer. She was, she was rocking that uh, Weezer, that Weezer style shirt under the shirt thing before he came around. <laughs> I think Nancy was wearing that earlier too. Must have been, all she does is like an old lady. Yeah. Dude, that is a lot of housework to have done in that short of an amount of time. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. Every time they show those bars, I'm like, that's like maximum security prison type shit. Oh, just bar barbed wire. Just like in the collector in the collection, you have to let it let it go. How how he could have spent all the traps in that short amount of time. You just gotta let it go and enjoy it for what it is. I think that mask on her wall is fairly creepy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's a Mario mask. <laughs> oh, the ones that chase you? Yeah. <laughs> and Thomas, the, the engine pillow. I love the scene here where she changes. Um, just just a FYI. Like the, where, it's not just yet, but it's coming up. I just remembered it because of that nice uh, short shirt right above the ass thing. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'll know. Okay. A little side boobage there. Yeah, I know, man. It's just fantastic. I wonder if that was her in the water. No, it's not. So. I mean, she's, she says not, but I mean, I guess it's always their word. I like to pretend it was. <laughs> yeah. After we're done, we can go and watch it again and just pause it and put it slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn's dad is an angry asshole. Well, he is. What what, what was that voice? (laughs) (laughs) Was that Gary? Hopefully, yep, I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) He's still not a bigger asshole than the the, 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 uh, dad in uh, Halloween 6. Oh, that guy. You and your bastard kid. Love that guy. Yeah, can you imagine how more vivid the nightmares would be if meth was around back then? Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Micro naps my ass. They're like they're like tweaking, like throwing shit at Freddy, like staplers and stuff. So the movie that Heather showed her goods in was called Nickel Mountain. Yep, Nickel Mountain. That's it. I knew it had something to do with mountain, but I couldn't remember. Yeah, they're mountains. Like but Nipple Mountain. Yeah, I was about to say they're mountains, but they're sure not nickels. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he's got, like, is that a luchador mask hanging on his bed? <laughs> Glenn's a very worldly kid. He's got everything, every sport, every band. Yes, indeed. All the best records. <laughs> Privacy, asshole. It's that girl again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Glenn would be alive if cell phones were around then. (laughs) 
That's how it's done, bitch. See how it's done? What is with them a dying? <laughs> My dad used to do that kind of stuff, too. Like, put the phone off the hook after 8 o'clock at night. But he would have it in a locked room. <laughs> so, I hope there's not any fires or anything, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What are your I, friends that... calling at 8 o'clock at night for? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty, pretty accurate. <laughs> Did I know what time it is? You're doing your... Uh-oh. Robot. Robot. <laughs> the robot's again. back. Domo Oregato. You guys know my connection, so there you go. There you go. It's not <laughs> good again. What were you saying? I forgot now. See, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that's what lack of sleep does to you. I just noticed that she has like a naked crucified doll on her headboard. <laughs> Nancy's a little weird too. She's a freak, yeah. Look at that. Oh, it's not naked. It's well, it's maybe. Naked ish. It's a Zuni doll. Half naked. What the hell's a Zuni doll? <laughs> From the Trio of Terror movie, or whatever. Trilogy oh, of yeah. Terror. Trilogy of Terror, yeah. Karen Black. And she had a police poster. Every breath you take. I'm your boyfriend Whoa. now, Nancy. It's good stuff. She just slowly slides the phone down south. <laughs> <laughs> you better yeah. find that clitoris. That, that's, that's, that's another deleted scene. <laughs> I had the action figure to that, and they come with the phone with the tongue on it. And you moved it down south. <laughs> <laughs> Just to clarify, I'm in on the doll. <laughs> I'm in on the action figure. Show me on the doll where the Freddy, doll, where the Freddy phone touched you. <laughs> Everywhere. Her, what you do is you take that phone by the cord while the tongue's sticking out of it, and you just slap it against the mom as hard as you can a couple times. You sober her up pretty quick. Nah, I'm pretty sure there's some antidepressants mixed in there, too. Station Krug. <laughs> KRGR. And the thing, oh, I, like, I like that they use that later in the series too. They bring KRG back, KRGR back in later installments. And there's his uh, Captain Sp Jack Sparrow scream. Yeah! <laughs> oh, one of the best deaths in this whole movie. And it's a fatality. Fun fact. Fun fact, combat. that was also uh, used in Jaws the Revenge for Chum. <laughs> and it's the fatality on Mortal Kombat 9 when he plays Freddy Krueger. Hey, Kool-Aid! <laughs> oh, yeah! That would have been awesome to see him bust through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think you need a stretcher. Me and Randy, macho, macho Man Randy Savage. Snap into a Slim Glen. <laughs> you need a yeah, you, you need a vacuum for that. Shop vac. <laughs> It'd be funny. He said, I haven't seen anything like this in my whole life. And he just like pulls out a picture of his naked wife, like Marge. Oh, but there's also a pretty bad crime scene. <laughs> 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 I 
Hi, Daddy. <laughs> I like that. How they put this little bucket down. <laughs> oh, that's not going to work. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, for such a nice house, man, that blood went through those uh, levels pretty easily. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they might want to look into uh, refurbishing or something. Yeah. Daddy, does your forehead look angry? <laughs> Why not? Yes, it does. <laughs> I'm going to come over and I'm going to kick the shit out of this guy like I did Bruce Lee. How about your Sesame Street eyebrows? They look angry? But yes, they do, honey. <laughs> She's got Sesame Street eyebrows, too. <laughs> <laughs> Like father, like son, or daughter. <laughs> <laughs> like father, like horse face. <laughs> she looks like Nancy Ray. Kerrigan. She played Nancy played, Kerrigan. Played her in the movie. Well, there you TV go. Yep. Movie. yep, made for TV. Could be twins. I, v I taped it on VHS when I was growing up. I was pretty excited about that. <laughs> Not the actual story. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Who wins worse, the wife from Nancy Kerrigan or the no, no from Veronica Cartwright in Alien? Not. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Lots of phlegm in that scene. Mostly. <laughs> yeah, those are staples in our show. <laughs> I like that he's like he's like go outside and watch my daughter. He's like I do it every night anyway, Chief. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you meant like not in a pervy way. <laughs> Didn't I show you the videotape five minutes ago? Can I use binoculars? <laughs> <laughs> I can show you the camera I've got set up. <laughs> <laughs> now she's going all MacGyver. <laughs> I should be playing here. <laughs> Is that, that music is rad. Is that a lifesaver? It was like a lifesaver and a uh, <laughs> clothespin. <laughs> She's right now banking on her mom being too drunk to walk. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if mom gets up to pee, the whole, the whole plan is that, gone. That would have been the best fucking alternate ending of any movie ever. If they just went for straight up comedy and the mom's just getting blown to shit. Like Sledgehammer, Sledgehammer's hitting her drunk ass down the stairs and fucking light bombs going off. <laughs> Seriously, that would have been amazing. They should have had her be unmasked as the collector. <laughs> Why, it's Nancy. Here's a plot hole. If, if Nancy knew she could pull him out of the dream or anything out of the dream, why didn't they pull that shit in part three? I don't know. It wasn't recognizing until part six. Well, didn't, you, they yeah. say, didn't they say in part three they had to go in to save Joey more than anything? Oh, yeah, that's right. Blow, yeah, that's, yo. We did that's, it just for one, Joey. that's just one kid, though, man, you know. Well, they like Joey. Yeah, but he's a mute. Yeah. yeah, they didn't get He's a mute. They like Joey. <laughs> in, real, in real life, that actor's an asshole. Rod, this is what I hear. This is what I hear. Yep, Rodney Eastman, kind of a cocksucker. <laughs> I was su surprised to see him in the "I Spit on Your Grave" remake. Well, that was after I learned he was an asshole, so it was kind of cool to watch him die. <laughs> Rodney. Any guy named Rod, am I right? Yep. Anybody <laughs> named Rodney? 
All right, Mom. You make sure you pass out on the couch. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it looks like her hair is like she just got out of the shower, but I'm sure that's just like drunk sweat. <laughs> Definitely drunk sweat. They probably didn't even realize that she she just like thought it was some random like extra tucking her in on the set. <laughs> Thank you. Will you put my booze bottle next to my cigarettes? <laughs> why does the mom have an easel in her room? Is she paint? Is that why she's so rich? She like she's got an art easel next to the bed. Uh, all good artists are better under the influence. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Have you guys seen that recent performance of Scott Weiland singing Vaseline? Oh, yeah. God. That was like a bad karaoke version right there. It sounded like Corky from Life Goes On doing it. <laughs> <laughs> la da dee, la da da, life goes on. <laughs> I'm really glad that kid went on to do big things, though. Now he's uh, actually uh, he's the screen as far as a screen for uh, a local drive in projector. <laughs> Crickets <laughs> and credits. <laughs> but I didn't understand. You said he was the screen. His forehead. They project movies onto it at the local drive-in. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, you had to explain it because I didn't get it. <laughs> I was like, did he did he get fat or something? <laughs> it's okay. I don't think it was worded very well. <laughs> but he does have a massive dome. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry, dude. You're not the first one to get crickets on this show. <laughs> Is that like uh, crabs? Or... Yeah, we all get that. <laughs> I'm telling you what, I'll bet you before Tina and Rod died, they had a little case of the crickets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If Tina had crickets, I'd still would go on it, I think. Oh, oh, yeah. I'd go at it with crickets. Someone's throwing teeth at my window. <laughs> Very cool old school, like 50s bike. Right on. Anatomically correct all in the background. <laughs> it doesn't really seem like this is the basement of two women. <laughs> Dogs playing <laughs> pool. <laughs> exactly. Well, like you just would think. Willis was saying earlier how, how disgusting it is. It is. It doesn't have a lady's touch at all. It's like. It's like Donald, that was where he hung out whenever Marge would get shit-faced, and then he just, like, left it like that when he left. Well, there's an extra basement now. Yeah, you never go to the sub-basement, because that's usually where death looms. Oh, clearly, we're in dreamland now. It would have been cool if she had on some Bugs Bunny slippers. <laughs> <laughs> or she was in just a giant onesie. <laughs> or, or if she was wearing nothing. That would be amazing, Jake. <laughs> I think Jake wins that round. Yes. Shit's about to get real, people. Upskirt. Yeah, it's not see-through like Tina's dress was. Nah, Tina, you can see the whole gaunch. Oh, what a great shot right there. 
Poop stain. <laughs> circumstances and the nightmares, I'd probably have one. <laughs> Somebody farted. No. Robot. Yeah. I like how go. I like how they um every scene that takes place in the boiler room in this entire movie they set up completely different as far as where the scares are located. Like to me, it's really cool because it's it's very different in each scene. Yeah, yeah, it's like different, different boiler room every time. I mean, they could just do like you know, thirty seconds passes, he pops out, and scares her. But they, there's a different way they build it up each time. This I fucking love, like when she's looking at the headphones and stuff coming up, and and all her friends like items. Because apparently Freddy's a hoarder. Just a bucket <laughs> with hot water steaming up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Leaky boiler room. <laughs> that proves that Freddy Krueger didn't do a good job at the, as the boiler room man. Well, he was uh, too busy killing kids. <laughs> well, yeah. let, let me go on the record and say that uh, one man in a boiler room that size, that's got to be pretty rough. <laughs> Working in the corner, looking like a creep. Peekaboo. Pinhead pops out. <laughs> you rang. Oh, who do we lose? Who we lose? Gary. Uh, here. Yep, Gary's going again. That's twice now. That's a record. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> he has the world's shittiest internet. In the scheme of horror movie like Final Girls and Chases, this is a pretty wicked chase. Yeah. She just did a swanton bomb. <laughs> right onto a mattress in a rose pit. <laughs> just imagine if David Warner was Freddy Krueger. I don't think the movie would have had the same impact. No. He would be much more proper. <laughs> yeah. Willie was a good choice. But I always find interesting is that Robert was originally supposed to play Luke Skywalker. Wow. Yeah. Can you imagine that if that happened? And we got Mark Hamill as Freddy instead. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my nightmare, Nancy. <laughs> you saying like Mark Hamill uh, post accident or <laughs> From the, the Joker, Mark Hamill. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I agree. This was a good final, final chase scene, right up there with uh, Amy Steele. Freddy gets his ass but Oh, now he's in the real world. Yeah. See that finger she had on on her door, like a hook finger. Uh. Come get me, Freddy. Take your top off. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it's okay. Freddy's about to get just like her mom, hammered. <laughs> oh, they're He's... gonna be they're gonna be pissed about that window. <laughs> later. I'm trying to figure out how come she couldn't open the lock from the inside. Oh, because the mom had hammer, a, don't key, hurt him. a key lock in there. I just said, please, Hammer, don't hurt him. <laughs> it made me laugh. MC Hammer. <laughs> you can't touch can't him. Touch <laughs> he can't touch himself if he's got that glove on. She had her bunny, bunny slippers on. Now she doesn't. Continuity error. Ainsley's going to have to pay for a shit ton of windows when this is all over. <laughs> Shrapnel in the back. Come on, cop. She's breaking all the glass. What are you doing? If you can't see that grown man trying to kill her in this damn window. Go get her daddy, dang it. <laughs> He's talking shit all the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> She's killing me! <laughs> oh yeah, totally not obvious the fire suit on. <laughs> that Freddy's as big as the pinhead in Revelation. <laughs> <laughs> Super Freddy. Look at that guy. <laughs> he ate Freddy. Nightmare at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming, Nancy. I'm just going to put this out there. I think that after, you know, three murders in this town that are pretty gruesome, maybe the local cops aren't qualified to handle it. <laughs> they can't even get a door open. <laughs> The mother is dying on the couch of smoke inhalation. <laughs> Actually, it's probably the healthiest thing to enter her body in a long time. <laughs> Besides Donald. Oh. And judging from their relationship, that's been probably 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fire of footsteps. Chair shot. That's like the scene from Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> Freddy on top of the mother. Oh yeah. Oh, she do, looks better than ever. <laughs> do they do they serve alcohol in heaven? <laughs> It's all right. I went pretty fast. I was full of liquor. <laughs> yeah, the second Freddie touched her, man, she just went up like <laughs> the amount of alcohol. Gosh. They got to, both of them got to be looking like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> she was a mom of a top cocktail. <laughs> oh. That was really bad. <laughs> he said, ah, Shit, I want to go back and fight Bruce Lee again. Fuck this. <laughs> oh, believe me, Johnny, there have been worse puns on the show. <laughs> but what about the boy? <laughs> Keep mixing up my movies, damn it. 
They can do a hybrid, like, Freddy Jason movie where it's like Lake of Fire, how the boy in the lake turned into the burn-killing machine. <laughs> if I had editing skills, that would be awesome to do. <laughs> Edit scenes from all these movies together. Here we go, it's spandex. I was going to say, it's got to be spandex, right? Or a rubber balloon. <laughs> or a giant condom. <laughs> oh. That's one of those XXL magnums. Oh, that they raided my house for those then. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, All right Howie Mandel. That was a bald reference, but okay. Okay, okay. I'm like, does Howie Mandel have a big penis? What? No, because he puts him over his head. <laughs> All I thought about was Bobby's world. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Bobby. Is he, is he Middle Eastern now? <laughs> Thank you. Come again. My name is Bobby. <laughs> Always like the mom. Bobby, don't you know? Still, that special effect right there of him disappearing is better than anything in the remake. I know, right? <laughs> Shocker. Shocker! Shocker! Hey, Heather Langkamp's actually in the movie Shocker. Yeah. For, uh, what, she's like a corpse on a gurney or something? Think she's so. in a, something very briefly in the beginning. It's, it's very unnoticeable unless you know exactly where it is and you pause it. Does she show her titties? Unfortunately not. No fur burger. <laughs> she seems like she still would have a, a mighty mound of fur. <laughs> Go along with her eyebrows. <laughs> Can you believe this fog? That's actually uh, something I uttered when I had to watch the shitty remake of The Fog. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Slam! Yep. Tom Welling should have stayed in Smallville. <laughs> oh, what's going on? It's a Kruger car. Yes, the kids are the kids are gone. I can finally get back to the alcohol. <laughs> look at all the look at all the smoke. Is this filmed on the set of Friday? <laughs> Los Angeles smog. <laughs> Still, again, a better special effect than anything in the remake. <laughs> Blow up doll. Dude, that was awesome. <laughs> All right. Episode 100 is finished. Our Elm Street Spectacular is beginning, but not episode 100. I hope you guys like this. All right, let's start with Johnny since he is the guest of honor on this show. Rate this movie. Tell us everything you love about it. Uh, this is one of my highest rated horror movies. I, I absolutely love every, everything about Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, this movie to me is, it was always one of those untouchable ones, much like the Wicker Man and stuff. And um, there's a good, very good reason it is because you see what happens when people do touch it. So uh, I don't know this movie. I think the trivia aspect of this movie has probably been pretty well known by everybody. So I won't bore anybody with any of the facts. Other than um, Mel Carter was actually originally cast to be Nancy's mom, and they somehow didn't think that would work. 
<laughs> no, <laughs> no, Carter. <laughs> how many, how many Freddy fingers do you give this? Oh, this is a definite uh, five. Five blades. Wonderful. Yeah. Or, or it was four blades. Four blades. Yeah, you only go one to four, right? Yeah, I think I I uh, did five just for the new nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, dude. And uh, Willis, what do you think? This movie is a masterpiece. I enjoy it a lot. But another movie down the line will get a higher grade than this. But I get this a man. Oh, can I interject real fast with something? Yes. This song right here, Nightmare, that's playing by 213, this is actually sung by Kyle Gollner's dad. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's your Freddy, your Freddy factor. <laughs> 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 Kyle Garner, who sucked ass in the remake, is dead. Is in this movie, Freddy Factor. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, go ahead. Oh, it's it's an iconic movie for sure. It's a staple. If you have not seen it, well, what the hell is wrong with you? Definitely one of my top favorites. I'm giving it a solid ten. Ten inches. Damn right. <laughs> All right. So we got two tens. Well, a 9, a 10, and Johnny gave it a four-finger Freddy Blades, which is equal to 10 on the Krug show. So that's good. Gary says, I keep going in and out. That's what she said. <laughs> and I just lost my connection. Just graded a 10 for me. Sorry, fellas. So Gary gives it a 10. Thank you, Gary. All right. Can you say that more robotic-like? Or... <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> out. <laughs> no. Half the, I, half the time he was talking, I thought I was talking to a fax machine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think he has AOL dial-up. <laughs> or net, net zero. <laughs> we love you, Gary. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, yeah, I this movie is just great. I gave it a 10 as well. It's fun. It's The, the special effects are practical and amazing. And it doesn't really get boring. It's a good movie all along the line. So, yeah, I'll give it a 10. So we all pretty much agreed, except for Willis, who had to give it a 9, but that's all right. Odd man out. Right. Willis, is any wonders why we don't give him reparations? <laughs> <laughs> like you personally? <laughs> Did you do something we should know about? <laughs> no, he's always saying the white man's holding him back, and, you know, we owe him, and... I don't be saying no shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> he is an award-winning podcaster, after all. <laughs> all right, Johnny, give us your uh, contact info and tell people how they can listen to you and all that good stuff. Uh, my show is Kruger Nation Horror Podcast. It can be found on iTunes, KrugerNation.com. It's also, uh, apparently, I've never put it on any of the podcatchers, but apparently they all have it somehow, so that's cool to me. I don't care. Um, but, uh... My email is johnnykrug at gmail.com. On Twitter and Facebook, I'm Johnny Krug. I don't really go to Twitter a whole lot, but um, I do sometimes peruse Twitter. Sweet. Yeah, yours is one of the first shows that I started listening to. And I've been around there as long as you've been. And when you've canceled a few times and made us all angry, you've come back better than ever. So, Well, yeah, you can't send me that many death threats without me getting a little bit worried. Exactly. <laughs> so you guys, if you... Don't listen to his show. You really should give it a chance. He's a one-man band. He pretty much all his shows are around an hour, and he tells it like it is. And I usually I, agree with most of his stuff. 
I march to the beat of my own drummer, and it's the uh, the one armed drummer from Def Leppard. So it's it's a little bit off. <laughs> <laughs> no, his show's great. Give it, give him a chance. I think you'll like it. And I am like honored that he decided to come do our show because this man is all over the world now. He is doing commentaries for Blu-ray releases and all kinds of shit. So the guy is big stuff. So we're happy you came on, man. We're we're really glad you're here. Well, shit, thank you guys for having me, man. I fucking, this was fun. I'd love to do this many, many more times. Anytime. But I don't want to barge in on your show. Oh, God, no. Anytime, man. Like I oh, said, yeah. you are always welcome. In fact, if you want to do other Elm Street movies with us, just let us know. We're going to. Hey, I, de- I could definitely be down with that. I would like, dude, I would love to do too. All right. We're gonna, well, we can talk about that when we hang up and when we'll figure it out. We'll get you back on with that for sure. Word. All right. Uh, Willis, give us some info. Terror Troop Podcast. Twitter page Nasty Will DC and the two drink minimum with Gary Hill, of course, and my YouTube page. What is your YouTube page? Wow, man, Willis. All right, everybody, sign up. He's probably not giving away a game anymore, but sign up and listen to him. We make fun of him, but he, he's funny and he's got some good interviews, good reviews. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that right now too. Like Willis is, it's cool to talk with you, man. Like you, you're a hilarious dude, man. Like I, I like your shows. Thank you so much. It's always good to have Johnny Krug on the show. He's the only person I know that has a one-man podcast, and it's one of the most entertaining podcasts on the net. Thanks, man. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jake, give it to us. All right. You can find me at JakeTheSnake54 on Twitter. And if you want to hear me on another podcast other podcasts i'm do a few two drink minimums also unholy fuckers and i will continue the love fest for johnny it it, this has been a complete honor i've been looking forward to this ever since i started podcasting you know i've listened to johnny on so many shows on his own show the cadaver lab It, it is just an honor to finally be doing one with him well, thanks, man. That's badass, dude. Have you done what now? Two or three hysteria continues. I think I've actually been about six. Yeah, those guys. Oh, wow. Those guys are are fucking amazing too. So for to you, for them to ask you on, that's pretty big too. I'm also on the uh, the uh, release of Madman that is being put out by Vinegar Syndrome with the hysteria continues doing the commentary, and then oh. and then Arrow releasing over in the UK just picked up that commentary also for their release. Nice. Oh, nice. When do those come out? I believe Madman is uh, that came out last week. It already came out. Oh, oh sweet! Not oh. the UK one, but the uh, the Vinegar Syndrome came out. Yeah, last Tuesday. Yeah, that's one oh. of my favorite horror movies. I'll have to check that out. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Cool. Good job, man. All right. Uh, you can contact us at nfwpodcast at yahoo.com, nfw underscore podcast on Twitter, the Horrorphilia page, the Facebook group, all those good things. You know how to contact us by now. Well, let us know what you think. And again, this is our 100th episode, so we hope you enjoy it, and hopefully we'll have 100 more. There are plenty of horror movies to do. We're never going to run out of time. Death will find us before we can finish all the horror movies ever made. So (laughs) until we meet again, my friends, good night. And I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy. (laughs) Good way to end it. Good night. Do you like movie reviews that are insightful, thought-provoking, and delivered by somebody who's trained to critically dissect every aspect of a motion picture without ever having to use obscenities. Then you've got the wrong f- 
Titan Show. Kruger Nation Horror Podcast is ready to feed your slasher movie and exploitation needs. There'll be more blood, expletives, and titties than you can shake your grandma's beetle flaps at. Visit www.krugernation.com. Hug